Welcome back to another Kingdom Sports Pod episode, baby. It's been a minute since we've been in the studio. We've been having some guests on, and it's been probably three, four weeks since we've been all here together. So it's good to be back. This is a March Madness episode. We'll basically give you our upset picks, our champion, Final Four, you know, just the good stuff. So let's get into it. We back. So the first thing we'll start off with basically is going to be the first of four games. So um, since we'll, we're going to get straight into it. So since 2011, when the first four started, one team has advanced to the round of 32. So the so essentially the first four games are going to be tonight, which is Tuesday and Wednesday, and that's going to be the 16 seeds and then the 11 seeds. So obviously, I don't think it'll be a 16 seed. That'll make it to the 32 because that's only happened once and it's not going to happen again. Um, and then out of the 11 seeds, I ended up picking Arizona State. I only watched one Arizona State game and it was with Bill Walton announcing. And if you've ever heard Bill Walton announce, he's, he's, crazy. he's actually like an addict of Coke or something. He's literally he, the worst uh, announcer. Well, he will do the Celtics games a lot. And yeah. It's just like, I don't, I don't know what they. He's got his tie dye shirts on and. They have, like, this whole kind of rainbow thing outlining him. I mean, yeah, he's a he was co-head. a baller back in the day, so I trust him. Yeah, so I, that's my first upset is number 11, Arizona State over TCU. So that's my one first of four team okay. that makes it because well, it happens every year. Okay, I think, first off, we need to preface that it is only Manning and I today. It's oh, a twin pod. Twin pod, baby. Um, I think the first ever. Um, hopefully... Not a lot in the future. We miss you, Bob, but he's dealing with some stuff currently, so we'll take it from here. But I think what we should do is probably just go section by section. Yeah. So that if people want to like make their bracket along with us, make their bracket along with us, I think it's easier to go. um, Like if we start in the south, you go all the way to like the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's start in. off with the South then, since that's where everyone will start. Obviously, SEC Player of the Year most likely Brandon Miller. Alabama's had their slew of issues this year with you know the charges, um, but it's pretty clear that I think Brandon Miller is probably the most NBA ready player in this um, tournament. So I think obviously Bama will smoke the 16 seed. Yeah, I'm really not worried about any of the 16 seeds beating any of these teams, um, which like. I mean, I know every every few years it happens. Um, it's only it, happened once, and it was when Virginia yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of – like, this is the most wide open that I remember the tournament being in a really long time, like extremely long time. So, that's exciting. It sucks that Clemson got gypped. Yeah, we to did. To be honest. Um, I think, was it Dick Vitale saying that, like, he was upset with some of the teams that were left out? Which, I mean, I guess that happens. There's not really much that you can say we lost to a three-win Louisville team. Yeah, we lost to a three-win Louisville team. We lost to South Carolina, and we lost to lower Chicago. Those are three wins that we should have had. And we would have had, I think, 25 wins, and that would have been a definite tournament spot. So, if you know, next year, I think that it's good that uh, Brad's come back just for one more year. I think it'll it's, it's good for the program. He had a historic year program-wise, most ACC wins. 
And a 20-plus one season is nothing to shake your head out, so. No, not at all. Yeah, so I also have um, Alabama beating you know, whichever team yeah. they play. Um, they just have – they kind of have it all, obviously, with Brandon Miller, um, but they also kind of have the, the depth, which is what a lot of the teams, especially that I picked, um, kind of – to go farther is, is based more off of depth. Um, yeah, senior think, leadership, yeah, depth, I, and a good coach is kind of where I looked for most of my criteria. And then kind of just that one stud. Um, and we'll get into that. Obviously, Brandon Miller is one of the better players in the tournament. So Yeah, another thing that's, like, surprising to me is that it's not all Brandon Miller. Alabama is ranked in the top 20 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. There's not a lot of teams that fall into both of those categories. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm excited to see where Alabama will go. I would agree. Um, I guess the next game is an 8-9 matchup. Those are really just pick them. Like, it's, it is what it is. Pick your favorite. I ended up picking West Virginia over Maryland. I didn't watch much of either of this team this year. Um, but basically just looking at the statistics, I just picked one of them. It wasn't anything too, di- too deep for that one. Yeah, this is also, like, in my opinion, the most – coin flippable one um i really like some like maryland beat purdue um but they also lost to nebraska yeah so and then um i just like that you know against top 10 teams they both are around five and four four and eight it's similar things but um in their conference west virginia something that kind of alerted me was they're seven eleven in their conference whereas maryland's 11 and nine but what I liked and why I picked West Virginia is because they're averaging, like, 77 points a game. Yeah. But, I mean, again, Maryland's favored. But, I mean, the eights and the nines are pretty much flip, pick them. Yeah. And I, I think that Maryland would match up better against Alabama. hmm I don't think they'll get to play Alabama. But I also don't think there's a lot of teams that can, you know, show up and compete with Alabama, especially in the later rounds. I think they're just going to have their way which is nice for the Tide. I would agree. The next one is going to be San Diego State versus College of Charleston. So, obviously, College of Charleston is, you know, 31-3, and three, but they haven't really played much. They're 16-2 and two in their conference, and that conference is trash. So, it's a little alarming, but this is my first 5-12. and 12. So, in the tournament, you're going to have some 5-12s. There's an average of 1.45-5-12 upsets. So, pick at least one of oh, yeah. the 512s. This is one of them. I have two. So, Charleston over San Diego State University. Um, you know, San Diego State against good teams are 0-2 against the top 25 this year. I think that College of Charleston is, you know, they're averaging 80 points a game this year. So, I think they're going to come in and upset them. And it's something that a lot of people are picking because they've only lost three games this year. But I think San Diego State is, is going to get upset. I actually, I have San Diego State winning. Um, I do love College of Charleston. I think it's cool that they're um, having such a good year, um, but I do think that their competition hasn't been, you know, something like a San Diego State, and they're just a really strong and physical team, um, which not saying that CFC hasn't played that, but they're going to be able to slow the, the game down, um, especially in the second half, and probably just, I mean, I think they win pretty handedly, um, but... If College of Charleston can knock down a lot of threes, which is kind of their bread and butter, we'll see. Knows. Yeah, I think that's I what's going to happen. Upsets. I mean, nobody's going to get a perfect bracket, so 
Yeah, I would agree. Fuck it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Next up is UVA Furman, another South Carolina team. I think UVA will get this handedly. They they beat us really well. They they, they played us extremely well. The thing I like about them is they are have a great defense. Um, obviously, they didn't have their best performance against Duke in the ACC championship, but you know Duke's been extremely hot. And you know the two times I watched Virginia play were against us. So, and we lost both times. But yeah, I think Furman's just not going to be enough to hold that talent of UVA. <coughs> I agree. <coughs> Excuse me. I do think that their defense is kind of their main staple, along with they don't have a lot of turnovers. They're, you know, pretty pretty secure with the ball. But the only thing that scares me is if they can't shoot because they're not a very big team. So um, I think that they might make it to the Sweet 16. Um and that's kind of as far as I have them going. But, um, and with Furman, you just got to get lucky. Like, yeah, if they play extremely fast, which they like to play, they're like, I think, top 15 in pace or points scored, um, which kind of go hand in hand. Maybe you can just run it up and just run them out the gym, but I really doubt that happens. Next will be Creighton, North Carolina State. We've obviously watched a lot of North Carolina State games this year because we beat them all three times, and somehow they still made it over us, but we'll move on from that. Obviously, NC State has DeQuavion Smith, who's an absolute stud. Um, But if you look at the teams that North Carolina State's played, they lost to Kansas, they beat Duke once, and they beat Miami once, which were impressive wins. But then they lost to Virginia, they lost to Clemson three times, they lost to Pitt, they beat North Carolina one time. So against these really high-caliber teams you know they're around two wins to like six which is I mean it is what it is but then you look at Creighton they've beaten UConn they barely lost to Texas they barely lost to Arizona um they beat Arkansas they but then you look at some teams and they lose to Arizona State they lose to Marquette twice so I'm not really sure about this one this is if I were to pick a 6-11 upset it would probably be this one but I don't I don't pick it here I pick Creighton yeah no I have Creighton as well I'm really really high on their big man, um, Ryan Kalkbrenner. He's, you know, probably top five in the nation. Um, and I have them I have them going pretty deep. I have them making it to the Sweet 16. Um, I have them going to the Sweet 16 as well. They're very <coughs> a defensively sound team, kind of with, with Kalkbrenner um, as, the, as the main guy there. Um, yeah, they... Xavier, um, who I think I have going kind of far. Um, I actually have Xavier. I have we'll them in my – yeah. We'll we'll break it down, and I think we'll probably post our um, – Our final brackets. Our brackets as well so y'all can see. And We should low-key just make a group and let people join it. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, so that's that game. Next game, obviously, Baylor versus U- UCSB. I have Baylor winning that handedly it's rare that a three seed loses to a 14 seed it happens occasionally um but I don't think it happens this year so I, I don't have any of the three seeds losing but yeah. yeah I have Baylor winning but Santa Barbara's logo is so tough it is cool it, I don't really know what you call that but it's like pretty scary it'd be I mean if they were good it'd be intimidating but they're not and Baylor's not a great defensive team um but, you know, if they if Baylor can't shoot well or if they somehow get hurt yeah. in that game, um, and they're and probably going to lose 
in the rebound game. Yeah, I would agree. So next is Missouri versus Utah State. I have Missouri winning this one handedly. I think that they're pretty good, 24-9, and and also in a really good SEC. And in their conference, they're 11-7. and But this was a really good SEC this year. I think they have the most teams in the tournament this year. Um, they're 6-4 and four versus the top 25. That's, that's a big number for me because um, obviously U.S. – Utah State is not anything to, to bark at, but they're 0-2 in the top 25 and, you know, only averaging – they're averaging around the same points per game. I think I'm, I'm picking Mizzou. They also have a guy named Kobe Brown, and so they like – you know, his name's Kobe. you got to pick Missouri. I actually have Utah State winning this. Um, you have to pick a couple of upsets. For if sure. I think it's close, and I think that there's a way that there could be an upset. I just like how – Utah State can really spread the floor. Um, and if you can spread the floor and you knock down shots, you, you just got to win one game and it's an upset. For sure. So, and especially the 7-10 games are usually the closest because they're, like, pretty similar in skill. Yeah, 7-10, 8-9s um, are just, like, picks. So, um, I don't think any, either of these teams would beat Arizona. Um, so, I, I mean, that's why I think it makes it a little bit less risky to take Utah State for the upset. Yeah. So... I, I think it's a fun upset. For sure. All right, next is Arizona-Princeton. Obviously, Arizona's going to smack Princeton. UCLA. No, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Uh, UCLA will be in the West. So we'll move on. That's That That does it for the South. Um, do we want to just go ahead and move into the round of 32 for the South, or do you want to just go throughout the suite, uh, throughout the round of 16? Um, I mean, I think it's easier just to go. I don't care what we do, to be honest. It doesn't matter to me. We'll we'll move on to the next. Well, I guess we'll just we'll just go on to our round of thirty-two because people are just listening to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So next, I had in my first matchup of round of thirty-two, I have Alabama West Virginia, and I have obviously I have Alabama winning that one handedly, like for the same reasons basically we said before. Um, Brandon Miller is a stud, and it's not just Brandon Miller. They're you know as as you said, top twenty in both defensive and offensive efficiency. Yeah, I have Alabama. Um, there's not much to it. I'm sure West Virginia will play really hard, but it doesn't really matter at that point. Next, I had Charleston, Virginia. I think you had San Diego State, mm-hmm. Virginia. So I have Virginia beating Charleston and moving on to the Elite Eight, or excuse me, the Sweet 16. So, you know, Charleston's going to upset San Diego State, I think, but it's one of those things where they had their one good game and they knocked a bunch of threes down. But I think against Virginia, it'll be a lot harder to get those good looks. So, Yep, I have Virginia beating San Diego State. Um I just think Virginia, um, if if they play like they did against us, they're going to win. Um, but it could be, you know, a back and forth, just absolute slugfest, which could be fun, but we'll see. Uh, next is Creighton-Baylor. For me, I have Creighton beating Baylor um, and moving on once again. I, obviously, I didn't say I loved – Creighton versus NC State, but I think NC State's a little bit overlooked because they lost to us three times, but I think a matchup-wise, we were just a really great matchup for them. I think they're still a pretty solid team, and I have them beating the third seed, Baylor. Yep, I do as well. Um, I just think they have a really good guard um, in Ryan Nimhard, and then, obviously, I just talked about Kalkbrenner being the the shot blocker, defensive man. Um, it's kind of all you need. If you have a good guard and a good big... Um, you can make something happen. So I also have number six upsetting number three, Baylor. Um, I just think the Blue Jays are 
are very talented this year. They also kind of just have a good, like, matchup kind of up until, I guess, the first two games. I don't have them going all that far. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, Arizona, Missouri, for me, you obviously have Utah State instead of Missouri. Either way, I think we both have Arizona winning this one. Yep. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I don't, I really, I mean, there's not much to that. Yeah. And then, so, now we're into the Sweet 16 for the South, and we have Alabama, Virginia. I have Alabama winning once again. I think that what Virginia does provide is a really good defense, but I don't think they'll be able to slow down this Alabama offense, and I think it'll be a kind of a blowout in my opinion. So, I have them moving on to the Elite Eight. I'm right there with you. Okay, then I guess we're the same here again. Creighton, Arizona. I have Arizona beating Creighton. And then so Alabama, Arizona. I have Alabama moving on to the Final Four, and that does it for the South. Yep. So we can move on to the East now. Yep. So East, so obviously Purdue, it's a pretty solid team. Zach Eadie's a fucking monster. He's a tree. They're going to de- destroy the 16th seed. They just will. Um yeah. And then we have Memphis versus FAU. And I have Memphis also beating FAU. Yep, I have Memphis winning. Um, they, did they, didn't they just beat Houston? I'm not sure. Yeah, FAU is, I think they have three losses all year. So, I mean, they're a pretty solid team. But I do, I think Memphis just has too many stars. Yeah. Um, I, I got to look that up. Um because I'm pretty sure, yeah, they they beat um, Houston by 10. Damn. Um, very recently. Um, I didn't watch the game, but I did see that because they covered by like 15. <laughs> they were like, Houston was like minus five and a half. Yeah, but. I just think it'll be really tough to for, you know, for Memphis, I think Kendrick Davis is one of the best guards in the in the in the tournament, and I, I actually have them. We'll get into this in a second, but I also have them upsetting a couple other people. So, you have them beating. Purdue. I have them beating Purdue. Yes, I think Purdue has. I think a lot of people would say that Purdue's the most overrated one seed in this tournament, and I think that Houston is a very solid team. Or excuse me, Memphis is a really solid team. I think Kendrick Davis is a really, really, really good player. Um, but you know, seventy-eight percent of the time, the one seeds beat the eight seeds. But I think this is one of the twenty percent. So, yeah. Um, I just think if, like, when um, Memphis gets to play, I have them winning, um, like I just said, but when they do play Purdue, it's just going to be about if they can knock down threes and if they can limit their fouling. And the thing with Purdue is, like, you're not going to stop Zach Eady. Like, it's just one of those things. He's too big. He's going to get his. Really, you just have to play your own game and, you know, contain him as much as you physically can. But with him being... Eight foot thirteen, you know, it's it's yeah. kind of wraps. I don't. I personally don't think he'll be that great in the NBA. Like I'm sure people look at him and like, oh, he's like great. But you look at other, you know, big guys like Walker Kessler has been good though. I mean, there yeah. are some weird, but he's seven foot six. Like he's gonna be like mobility wise, he's gonna be kind of a, a little bit better Taco Fall realistically. Yeah. And look where Taco is. I mean, I don't think he's going to be like a Joel Embiid. No, no. Like, he, he's not going to have, like you said, the mobility. I don't think he'll have the footwork to really play. I mean, it's like if he backs down against Giannis, he's not going to score. Yeah. Like, but doesn't even matter because you have them losing in the second round. I have them beating Memphis. 
and getting on to the Elite Sweet 16. Okay, so next up is Duke versus Oral Roberts. This is a lot of people's 5-12 upset because Oral Roberts, I think, has won 17 straight. Yeah. Um, but Duke is also coming off a really, really, really strong second half of their season. Obviously, ACC champs. ACC isn't the best conference in basketball this year, but they've been playing super strong. I have them beating Oral Roberts and snapping that 17-game win streak. I think this is one that people will pick. This, this will be a lot of people's 5-12. It's not mine. Yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty high on Duke. I hate to say that. Um, just because, you know, it's Duke. But they've been playing very good basketball as of late. Um, and I, they shouldn't really have an issue with Oral Roberts. Um, but this is one of those games where you're just like, well, how did that happen? Yep. Because there's – what team was it that always beats Duke? Is it Mercer? Yeah, something like um, that. Like if, if Duke can't shoot well – and if they have a bunch of turnovers, then... Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, an upset could happen. I don't think it'll be this one. So we'll move on yeah. to the next one. So 13 seeds typically don't make very many deep runs in the tournament, but they have won at least one game in 12 of the last 16 tournaments. This is my 113 over four. So I have Louisiana beating Tennessee um, and moving on to the round of 32. If I look at the other 12, or excuse me, four, four and 13s, I don't really love the UConn-Iona, and I don't really love... Um, the other ones as well. I, I like Indiana, and obviously I liked Virginia. So this is my one 13 over four. It's an upset. If it doesn't happen, it is what it is. But you got to pick them. So. Yeah, I have, uh, I have Tennessee winning. Um, I mean, they beat Kansas. They did beat Alabama with a limited Brandon Miller. Um, but you also have to remember that Tennessee is hurt. They lost um, their starting uh, guard earlier this month. So – they're, I think they're two and three over the last five games. They're injured. This, if you're going to pick a four thirteen, I think this is the one you're going to want to go with. I don't even know if I have a four thirteen upset. It's it's happened twelve out of the last sixteen tournaments, so it could be one of the years Should that I it doesn't. It? No, just stick with your gut, man. If you don't got one, you don't got one. I'm trying to see. Yeah, four thirteen. No. Nope. But I, I have Duke beating Tennessee anyways, so. Well, then it won't matter. So, um, I guess if you have Tennessee, we'll move on to the next one. Kentucky versus Providence. A lot of people like Providence. Um, I'm not one of those people. I think Oscar Sheboy is going to destroy. He's another, you know, obviously he was, I think he won the Wooden Award last year. He, came, he comes back. He's still a stud. Double-double machine. Oscar Sheboy for the W. I think he, he's going to do it. Yeah, I was just surprised at how early they got out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had them making it to the Final Four, and they got out, I think, in the round of 32. I was just, like, surprised. At, um, you know, I thought they had a pretty good team last year. Um, yeah, they definitely I mean, did. I've just been high on him. I, I, I really like him. Um, I think they, they go um, pretty far until they have to run into Marquette. Um, yeah, so I have, I have them beating Providence. See, I th- like something I love about this year is like typically people are super high on the blue chips like Duke and Kentucky, whereas this year I think that's not the case. Like people are way higher on a team like Houston or Alabama, and even a team like Gonzaga this year has been overlooked. So that's going to be a common theme this year in my in my bracket um, that those you know classic blue chips are going to perform better just because I think that you know they're not favorites this year. They're five, six, three seeds, you know, yeah. instead of the the classic one seed. So we'll move on from Kentucky Providence to Kansas State, Montana State. Um, I have Kansas State winning this one. I do as well. I don't really think there's much to 
Yeah, not much to talk about there. Um, next, Michigan State USC. This is a game I need so bad. My guy Boogie Ellis for USC, baby. He um, committed to Duke and then decommitted and played for Memphis and started as a freshman at Memphis and then transferred to USC and is their best player. He's a guard for USC. Boogie Ellis is a stud. I think he destroys Michigan State. I think he lights it up, and I think he moves on. We're kind of opposite in some of these, like, middle seed games. Um, I have Michigan State and Sam has Michigan State, too. Mr. March and Tom Izzo. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's going to have – He's got a week to prepare. No, so for sure. I'm just saying. Favors my kind of theme is, you know, studs and and then good coaches. And, you know, I have a stu- I picked a stud here. Boogie Ellis is a stud. Um, and I actually have Marquette beating Vermont, but then I have Marquette losing to USC in the second round. Okay. Um, I have Marquette beating either of these teams, um, but I just don't think USC is – powerful enough to force the turnovers and, and really win the rebound game. So, personally, I think I just think it's that week of Tom Izzo getting to prepare. Um, Unfortunately, he's, he's going to have to prepare for Boogie Ellis to drop 40. And it's just one of those things. 40, but. Okay, well, we'll go into the round of 32 for this one. So, obviously, I stated earlier that I have Memphis beating Purdue. So, the first one seed that goes down for me is, is Purdue. Obviously, they, you have Zach Eady, but if you can control him enough – you can contain Zach Eady enough, you can get the job done. I think Memphis does that, and they move on. Um, Duke, Louisiana, I, I obviously I have Duke destroying because Louisiana's trash. Yeah. Um, I have Purdue beating Memphis. I think it'll be close. Um, then I have Duke winning over Tennessee. Um, I, I am really high on Duke this year. Um, Me as well. So I'm excited to see if – Blue Devils can make a deep run. They have a classic hateable white guy again. Kyle, what's his name? Flippino? Or, yeah. I don't know how to say his name, but yeah. classic hateable white guy. The, it's it's the it's time. Baltimore. You got J.J. Redick and, and Christian Nolan or so. Um, I mean, J.J.'s not hateable now. But he was so hateable at Duke. Yeah. Now he's, you know, in the media, so he's super likable. But, yeah. all right, then I have Kentucky, Kansas State. I actually have Kentucky upsetting Kansas State. I don't know if you would really consider it that much of an upset. I actually think if you look at the um, – the, like the little predictor, I think Kentucky's favored in this. Um, but, yeah, I have Kentucky doing it. I do as well. Um, I mean, again, I think Shweebway just kind of can get what he wants um, in these first few rounds um, until they have to play Marquette. So, upset alert. Yeah, but good news is they're not going to play Marquette. They're going to play USC because USC is going to beat Marquette in the round of 32. Boogie Ellis, this is his time. His draft stock is rising. Um, again, I stated earlier, he's a stud. You got to have a couple of the of the larger seeds make it, and this is for me. I have an, an eight seed, a five seed, a six seed, and a ten seed in my Sweet Sixteen for you know for the East. So, yeah, back to the top. Uh, Memphis Duke. I have Duke beating Memphis. Finally, the run ends here. Oh. Super great. Go Devils. Whatever. Um, then Kentucky USC for me. I have Kentucky. Obviously, winning that one. The the run ends for USC, but it was a hell of a run. Um, yeah, I have Duke beating Purdue. Um, I just – I think Duke is a good enough team to control Zach E, like you said. Um, and then I have Marquette wiping the floor with Kentucky, unfortunately. Um, then I have Duke beating Marquette. Okay. 
So I have Duke in my final four. I have Duke in my final four, too. With Alabama. Alabama, Duke. That's my final four, too, so right. far. So we have a pretty similar final four, but everything else is pretty different. Yeah, well, really, it's just some of the upsets. Um, I think we just have the best teams coming out <clears throat> into the Elite Eight, but... You know, you just have some – you have a lot of upsets in your East region. You got to have them. Um, so, next yeah. up, we'll, I guess we'll go to the Midwest. Yeah. So, Houston, obviously, Marcus Sasser is, you know, a Wooden Award finalist. He's going to destroy Northern Kentucky. It's wrapped. 16 seeds. It's not going to be the one seed. Nobody picked that this year. Please, it's not going to happen this year. Houston beating Northern Kentucky. I think yeah. it's pretty clear. I have uh, Houston winning pretty easily. Um the thing about Houston, to me, is that they're by far the hardest-playing team in the nation. They're just extremely gritty. Um, you said they're gritty? G-R-I-T-T-Y. Okay. Um, I mean, they're very physical. Um, I mean, you have a bunch of guys. You have Jawan Roberts, um, like you said, Marcus Sasser, and then Jamal Sheed and Jairus Walker are also big helpers. Um, and the thing about, like, why I think that they're just set to go all the way um, is because of their offensive rebounding, because of how hard they play, that even if they don't shoot well, yeah, they're going to get the boards and put it right back up. And they're the only team in the nation that's top 10 in offensive and defensive efficiency. I mean, that alone, you know, you can tell that they're going to go pretty far. So I'm excited to see how far Houston goes. Yeah, I have Houston going quite far in this. Um, okay, next, Iowa-Auburn. I didn't watch much of either of, this, of these teams. I just picked Auburn because I would prefer them winning, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't watch much of these games. Um, and sometimes you just got to pick. So, yeah, I picked Auburn over Iowa. Nothing. There wasn't anything when I looked at their players or stats or big wins, losses that made me pick either way. Obviously, um, uh, Iowa beat Indiana twice, which is really great. But other than that, it wasn't anything that really swayed my, my answer. So, again, we differ. Um, I do have Iowa. Um, I think their keys to winning will be their offensive efficiency and their execution rate, like if they can you know, execute their game plan. Um, because they're the best in the nation, or at least one of the best in ball security, they have a 14% turnover rate. Um, and then they have Chris Murray. Keegan's twin. Keegan's twin. They look um, the same. They look exactly the same. Yeah, his, his lefty twin. Um, so they like to push the ball, um, and they hardly ever foul, but they just don't have a good interior defense or rebounding. But, um, I mean, I just think that Auburn's guards are too streaky. Um, and so while – you know, they might have a good rim protection and a hard-playing defense for Auburn. I just think that, that Iowa's going to be just too good. All right, next up we'll have Miami versus Drake. Obviously another Wooden Award finalist with Isaiah Wong. He's a stud. He destroyed us. I have Miami winning over Drake pretty handedly. So This is my 5-12. This is your 5-12? Yeah. Um, so I do like that um, – Miami has so many shot creators and shot makers. Like you said, Wong has been a beast this year, but they have, like, four other guys that average over 13 a game, um, which is so weird to me. Like, I'm just so used to NBA scoring 
I guess like twenty points higher at the minimum. Yeah, like fifteen um, to fifteen to seventeen is like wow, you're a stud in college. <laughs> yeah, um, and you know you, you have Isaiah Wong averaging sixteen a game, and then like Omir, Pack, Poplar, and Miller are all averaging over that as well. I believe um, the reason that um, I have Miami losing is because if Norchad Omir is not healthy, um, they're gonna have. Um, a struggle defending, and then Drake is an extremely, extremely experienced team. They have no fear whatsoever. Um, they're top 50 in offensive defense. Um, so you, Miami will have to play really well in order to beat Drake. I only have Drake winning this game, so it doesn't matter if they don't win. But Drake is a solid team, and you know they're going to show you got to have one five twelve upset. I had mine. Obviously, I have two, um, and this is your first one, so shout out to that. Um, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Indiana, Kent State. A lot of people are going to pick Kent State, I obviously. Another Wooden Award finalist with Jackson Davis. Um, he's a stud. I think that that's kind of my thing. I, I look at the studs, and I look at experienced teams like Indiana. I think they're going to, you know, beat Kent State. Yeah. I, I don't have many 413s, but I did have, um, obviously, I had Tennessee losing, but I don't have Indiana losing. Yeah. Um, I do think that – I don't know if it's Tracy or Trace Jackson Davis. Um, yeah, that's the Wooden Award. He's just a monster. Um, this year he's averaging 21, 13, and 5, which is, like, unheard of in yeah. college basketball. Um, and, and the thing is you can – like, everybody's going to want to stop TJD, but it's like you have shooters all around him. So even if you – just your game plan is to lose by everybody else shooting. You know, it's one of those things. You pick your poison, and a lot only, of times yeah, they're both poisonous. The only thing that scares me is how inconsistent Indiana is when playing on the road. And newsflash, Indiana, you're going to be on the road every game. Yep. So, um, One thing I did like, though, is, you know, they obviously got wrecked by Kansas, Kansas and Arizona when they played them, but they do have good wins. They beat Purdue twice. Obviously, Purdue's overrated. But – that is, I mean, when you beat in one seeds, you, you're a yeah. pretty solid team. And with Kent State, they have the guy, Sincere Carey, um, who can carry their offense, but. I don't see it happening. I don't, yeah. Um, they're in the bottom 20 team range of um, rebound rate and assist to turnover ratio. So they're going to have to do like all of the little things. Right to upset this team, and it's not going to happen with a superstar of college basketball and Jackson Davis. So, I would agree. We'll move on to Xavier, or no, excuse me, Iowa State and Mississippi State or Pitt. Or Pitt. So Mississippi State and Pitt play tonight. So I Pitt winning. Um, I have Iowa State winning this one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying. Oh yeah, I have. I, I think I have Mississippi State winning, but it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because Iowa State's going to beat either of those teams, so obviously not. I do, but you got to have at least one six eleven. But mine's obviously in the later round. So, um, yep, I have Iowa State. Um, they're a top ten defense in the nation. Um, and the thing about this team is that the better that their defense can play, the better that their offense um, plays. Which is scary because if you put all of the pressure on your defense for one game to get your offense going, if teams start knocking down threes or if they, you know, game plan, I mean, if pit game plans and 
they're actually one of the best three-point shooters in the nation. Um, with Jamarius Burton is the guy that I think, if Pitt were to win, um, he would be the guy that kind of carries them through. They uh, they hit threes at a 36% clip, um, and like 40% of their points are behind the arc. So um, if they get hot, then um, it'll be, uh, to be honest, a shootout because of how good Iowa State's defense is. So Next we'll up see. is Xavier Kennesaw State. So this is Who the hell is Kennesaw State. Don't worry, bro, because they're gonna beat Xavier. No, they're not. This is my biggest upset of the first round. I have Kennesaw State beating Xavier. I think Sam has Kennesaw State going all the way to the Sweet Sixteen. I'm not that guy, but I do have Xavier losing. Um, this is just my big. This is gonna bust everyone's bracket, but not mine. Um, Kennesaw State is a public university in Cobb County, Georgia. So. Kind of close to us. Cobb County's going to fucking blow up on Thursday. Yeah, but um, I have Xavier winning. Um, they're just a really good offensive team, um, and they they share the ball really well. Um, they can score from from all five positions. They're just they're a good passing team, um, which helps when you're really really versatile. Um, their only thing is that they lack kind of defense in general. Um, but they beat UConn twice in, like, less than a month. So, um, I think they can get it done. And with Kennesaw State, they're pretty experienced. Um, but they're not very big. They're going to have trouble shooting free throws. They're not a very good free throw shooting team. Um, and then, again, with the size, you come, you can't rebound. But I'll be happy to see Kennesaw State win for Sam's bracket. For sure. Next up, I have <coughs> Penn State beating Texas A&M. This is another 10 over 7. Jalen Pickett for Penn State is a stud. Obviously, I only watched the one game of Penn State when Clemson beat them, but I do think that this is another 7-10 upset. So, um, yeah. We, but, finally, we finally match. I have, a, a, I have Penn State beating A&M. Um, it just depends. If Penn State shoots well beyond the arc, which is typically that's kind of the thing, and then, you know, obviously all Big Ten guard Jalen Pickett's going to show up. But if he don't, they'll probably lose to Texas A&M. Yeah. Um, Penn State is the best in the nation, shooting 39% from the from beyond the arc as a team. Wow. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Their their issue to me is, is their free throw rate, like if they can get to the line and then the rebounding. And the thing that's – I think this will be a, a kind of a, almost a pick em game um, is Buzz William – Buzz Williams was um, the SEC Coach of the Year for A&M. Um, they have a good free throw. They can get to the line, um, and they can get offensive rebounds. Another thing with Texas A&M is obviously being in the SEC. Out of their last 20. They were 15-3 and three in the SEC. Yeah, they won 17 out of the last 20 heading into the tournament. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're a team to look out for, but I, I just think that, you know, Penn State's a good team too, so don't, don't, don't get, don't yeah, get yeah, it too twisted. Be, that'll be a good but they beat Alabama once. They beat Tennessee. They beat Arkansas twice. They beat Auburn twice. They beat Missouri. They only lost to Kentucky by nine. I mean, these are the best teams in the in the SEC, and they're competing with all of them. So I wouldn't be too surprised if Texas A and M um, does beat Penn State, but I don't know if it'll happen. So next up is Texas Colgate. Colgate's trash. Texas is gonna smack. Um, I I think that. Texas is just a really, really deep team, like I was talking about earlier. Obviously, I mean, they have a, a six-man that could start on basically any team. Yeah. Um, 
they um, are ranked top 25 nationally in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Um, they're very well balanced, and they have guards that can score. Um, their only issue to me is their rebounding, but against a team like Colgate, it won't matter. Can't really rebound either, um, especially on the defensive side. It's not going to matter. Um, and Colgate's a shitty toothpaste brand, anyways. So, um, next up is Houston Auburn in the round of thirty-two. I have Houston winning this one handedly. I think Houston, obviously, for the reasons we stated earlier, they're studs. Yep, I have Houston beating Iowa because um, I think we flip flopped on that one. Yeah, we did. Um, I really don't see any teams um, up until maybe when they play Texas um, in the Elite Eight. See, I don't even have Texas going that far, but we'll get there. Miami versus Indiana. I have Indiana, you know, winning again. I have Drake, Indiana, and Drake is wow, bro. I mean, Indiana's a very good team. Um, that's just... Yeah. Uh, Iowa State versus Kennesaw State. Obviously, I have Iowa State beating Kennesaw State. They had their game, and they, they beat Xavier, but they lose here to Iowa State. Yep. Um, and then next up for me is Penn State versus Texas. I have Texas going down early once again. Penn State, Jalen Pickett, he's coming. He's, I mean, he's coming. This is one of his, one of his classic games. He's going to beat Texas, I think. Oh, uh, uh, you have... I have Penn State beating Texas. Okay, I have Texas winning that game. Um, I, again, I really trust the um, the top 25 offensive and defensive efficiency stats. Um, I think a lot of the teams that are ranked really top 30 are the metrics are just they're going to love that team. Like, they just fit really well, um, and they're not going to have issues against any other team. Like... Until you have guys like Zach Eady, where it doesn't matter um, how good you are at defense, like a guy like that's going to get yeah. his buckets and he's going to have his effect on the game. Um, but for I, I have Xavier beating Iowa State because I didn't have Kennesaw State. Right. So um, Okay, then we'll move on then. Houston, Indiana, and the Elite Eight I have. Sweet 16. Or Sweet 16, excuse me. I have Houston beating Indiana. Obviously, um, this will be actually be a really good game, but I do have Houston winning that one. The only thing for me, I think Houston will win, but they played two games against top 25 teams. They went one on one. IU was 5-2 and two against top 25 teams. Um, they both score the ball really, really well, but Houston's defense is a lot better, and they yeah. average, I think, less – yeah, they, and they both have studs. They both have a Wooden Award finalist. It's not like, you know, Indiana's the only one with the stud. They yeah. both are really talented <clears throat> teams. I do have Houston winning that one as well. Yeah. Um, um, and then I have, I have Texas beating Xavier. I'm assuming. I have Iowa State over Penn State. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have Texas and Xavier losing early. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's I, you got to pick upsets. I I chose the you know the Midwest and the East kind of for my huge upset brackets, but yeah. So I have Houston and Iowa State, and then I have obviously Houston moving on to the Final Four. On to the West. Who do you have moving on to the Final Four? Oh, um, Houston. Okay, so so far we have the same Final Four: Alabama, Duke, Houston. 
I mean, I think these are the best teams. Just wait till we get to this next one because I doubt we have the same one. Okay, next, Kansas. Obviously, stud, I mean, back-to-back champs. Probably won't happen, but they are going to beat Howard. Yeah, they'll beat Howard pretty handily. Um, I'm not really, really worried about that. Um, who do you have for Arkansas, Illinois? I have Arkansas over Illinois. Um, you know, another pick em game. I, I, you know, I like them over there. We need to count. We, 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 we flip-flopped it on a good bit of them. Um, I have Illinois. Um, One of the things that does warm it, warrant, scare me about Arkansas is they're 2-8, and eight, I think, against top 25 teams. So, typically when Arkansas faces a good team, they have struggled. But out of their 13 losses, eight of them have been ranked opponents, if that means anything to you. It does to me. I have Arkansas upsetting Illinois. Yeah. Um, I think Arkansas is very athletic. Um, but I think they're just a young team um, that's not all the way healthy. And then for Illinois, I think that they have really good isolation scores, which I guess if you are in a close game, you're going to want that, um, along with you know your playmaking ability in the isolation. Um, the only thing to me is if they can't shoot well from three or free throws, they're not winning, but I do have Illinois upsetting Arkansas. Next up is St. Mary's VCU. This is my other 5-12 upset. I have VCU beating St. Mary's. So, again, as I said, 1.412 seeds make it. So, I have two this year, one being Charleston, the other being VCU. It is what it is. You got to pick some upsets. VCU over St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. I have that as well. Um, I think that, that St. Mary runs um, – you know, a great offense. I think they have a good tempo. They like to cut a lot, three-point shooting. Um, but if they have a bad shooting night, and they're not very good at handling pressure, um, which is um, kind of a kind of a big thing. And when it comes to March Madness, yeah, I would um, I would say so. And the thing for VCU is that they have a great defense, great turnover margin, great turnover rate, and they get to the line a lot, so they'll be able to shoot a lot of free throws. But the thing that I hope, I don't know, I don't know their head coach, but they take a lot of quick shots, and they spend a majority of the time of possession on defense, which is good when you have a great defense, but when you're hucking up a bunch of terrible shots, you're going to be on defense a lot. So hopefully they just slow it down a little bit, um, get to their spots per se. I mean, they don't have a fantastic offense, but. If they can rely on their defense, VCU like, is a is a March team though. They they, they 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 pull up for March, so I got them winning as well. Yeah. Um, next is UConn versus Iona. I have UConn winning this one. Um, they're gonna show up. Yeah, UConn is so deep. Yeah, they're, they're deep, extremely deep. Unfortunately, um, we have no no twelve thirteen games. But um, if I had to pick one, it would be Oral Roberts and Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably make a bracket like that. Um, yeah, that would definitely be – see, because I have Louisiana winning. Anyways, anyways. Um, next is TCU versus Arizona State or Nevada. This is my – like I said, one of the first four teams will make it to the round of 32. This is that team for me, and it's going to be Arizona State. Um, I said it earlier at the very beginning of the podcast, but TCU is going down, and it's not to the hands of Georgia this time. It's to the hands of Arizona State. Um. Okay, well, that was that was round of. Yeah, um, I don't. I have GCU winning. 
Got to have upsets. I'm looking, I'm looking ahead. Um, I mean, I have I have an upset later in this. Um, TCU will win. Um, I mean, I'm really not worried. They they're just they're well they're they're really good in transition. Um, they like to play fast, um, and I doubt they have an inconsistent shooting night. Um, so, but okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona State. Um, We'll see. That's on. That's on Wednesday. They they play on Wednesday. So we'll even see if Arizona State makes it. Yeah. Um. Either way, that's going to be my upset. So next is Gonzaga Grand Canyon. Uh, Gonzaga takes this one pretty easily. I don't have this one as an upset. Yep. Yeah, I have the Zags taking that. Um. Experience. Scoring. Yeah. And Grand Canyon's not very good. At much. Anything. Yeah. So basically, uh, next will be. Northwestern, Northwestern Boise, Boise State. State. I have Northwestern winning this one. Do we agree? Nope. Damn. I have Boise State. Um, so I think that I think Northwestern has a good defensive team um, and experienced guards, which helps. But I don't care about your experience if you're not efficient. Um, if you if you can't score, um, you know, and you're and you're streaky either in the game or you know like leading up to these last few games, but they're not playing well. You're gonna be in your head that. Okay, we got one game, and if we get embarrassed, you know. And I think I think Boise has great three-point defense. Um, they're really good at defensive rebound. They're just a defensive-based team, um, which is nice. Um, they just don't – they're not the most athletic team. Um, it'll be it'll be a, a, a break fest for sure. For sure. It'll be who, um, can, who can make more shots wins the game. You see, yeah, I, what, I mean, what do they both average? They average, like, in the 60s. Yeah, 67 and 70, so nothing crazy for points per game there. UCLA, UNC Asheville, nothing much to say here. Um, UCLA is going to take that one handily. Don't pick UNC Asheville. Just don't. Okay, next is Kansas, Arkansas. Obviously, you have Illinois. I have Kansas losing. It's really tough to go back-to-back. Obviously, last year they ended up winning it. I picked them to win it last year. But this year they go down in the round of 32. I have Kansas beating Illinois. Um, I just think that they're not the biggest team, um, but they're very experienced. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I love this um, this Kansas team, but I mean, I don't think they'll have many issues against Illinois. Next up is going to be uh, VCU UConn. I have UConn beating VCU, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, BG had a decent game against St. Mary's, I think. Like, I think, obviously, they're, they're going to win, but I think UConn will end up taking that one. Yep. Um, and this is where we're – so you have – I have Arizona State and Gonzaga, and I have – obviously, I have Gonzaga beating Arizona State um, and moving on. Yeah, I, I have the Zags beating TCU. Um, I, don't, I don't see too much happening in that game either. Um, yeah, Gonzaga's just super experienced. Um, yeah, I mean, with Drew Timmy, um, just being, I don't know, his eighth year in college basketball, it feels like. Um, I, I don't think they'll have any issues. Uh, and then Boise State, UCLA for me. Uh, I have UCLA winning. Yeah, I have UCLA handy. beating Northwestern. So um, next will be Arkansas for me. Arkansas, Arkansas versus UConn. Um, I finally have UConn beating Arkansas. Arkansas finally goes down. UConn makes it to the Sweet 16. Yep, I, I have UConn beating um, Kansas. 
So, um, and the reason that I say that is, I lost it in my notes. Um, I think it'll be a great game. I'm excited for some of these. Like, it's just like, I love that there's no real um, true favorite favorite outside yeah. of like you have Alabama, you have Houston. Kansas isn't all that, in my opinion. Like, it's not like I would put two orange. rules, man. First year coach isn't going to win it. That's why Duke's not going to win it this year. And you're not going to go back to back. There's obviously UCLA won like seven in a row in the 70s and 60s. But outside of that, I think Florida went back to back in the early 2000s and a Duke team went back to back in the early 2000s. But it's not happening here. No back to back, no first year head coach is winning it. Yeah. Um, so I just think that. Um, Kansas is just – they're a really fast team. and They have a good driving attack. Um, but I just – I, I mean, I think Kansas is more experienced, but I don't think it beats the depth of UConn. Um, and there's two guys, really, that, that kind of hold the key to, to who's going to win, and that's uh, Dewan Harris um, and Tristan Newton. So it's really up to them. Like, if one plays really well, the other has to match. Um, and I think Newton will, will rise to the occasion. Um, have a good game, and UConn will win there. And then for um, the Gonzaga, game, UCLA. I have, Gonzaga I have Gonzaga winning that one as well. We didn't do this on purpose. We really didn't. So we, I, who do I you did. have going to your Final Four? UConn. Okay, I have Gonzaga. So okay. finally we have something different. So our Final Fours are Alabama, Duke, Houston, I have Gonzaga. He has UConn. Um, yeah, I think Gonzaga is the better scoring team, um, but UConn's a little bit bigger. Um, I just think again, like I said, you got to have experienced players. You got to have experienced coaches. That's the epitome of Gonzaga this year. The only thing for me is Gonzaga is not the defensive team it used to be. No. So I'm riding with the with the dogs, the Huskies. So I do have them. So now we make it to the final four. We'll start off with um, Alabama Duke. I have Alabama beating Duke. I do as well. And making it to the national championship. And then for the other side of the bracket, I have Houston beating Gonzaga. Yep. Okay. And then for who do you have winning it? Houston. Me too. God damn. Well, um, this is awkward because I did this in my 8 a.m. class this morning. Um I did this this morning as well. So, we weren't together. It must just be the telepathy. Um, we kind of were just, you just picked up my brainwaves. Maybe like that when you're doing Um What's your what's your tiebreaker score? 70 to 56. Okay, I have 79-70. Wow. Um, because they both score a lot. Alabama scores 82 a game. Houston scores 75. So, it'll be up there. Um, but... Yeah, I, I want to make some crazy brackets. Um, just like, you know. You have to. Yeah, I mean, even though this is my real bracket, I have some pretty big upsets. But you have to. It's madness. It's not going to happen the way you think it does. And to be honest with you, y'all are probably better off just starting circling shit. Sometimes the more you know, the less you know in this kind of thing. Yeah. But I, that's um, pretty much Yeah, does it for our March Madness episode. Yep. Um MVP of March Madness is going to be Brandon Miller. Probably. Um, Marcus Sasser for Houston, probably, if they win it. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, and my hypothetical question, um, which goes with um, kind of everything with March and, and with Clemson not making the tournament and going to the NIT, would you rather win the NIT tournament or lose in like the first or second – no, in the first round to a team like – I would low-key just rather make the tournament. Uh I just don't care about the NIT. It will be cool because we are the one seed in the NIT, and I'm going to watch it. I think it starts today, actually. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I would rather make the big dance. It's more exhilarating. I'd be more excited for Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a dumb thing of your week? <clears throat> um, Dumb thing of my week. Let me think. I just – I don't know. I just always forget what I do that's dumb. And then y'all aren't around for my dumb things during the week. Um. Let's think. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I actually have a smart thing of the week. So, you know about this because you were there. Or, I don't know if you were there, but you know about this. So, we play, like, drinking games in the yard, essentially. And you, it's like a, basically, it's called beer die. But what it is is you throw up a dice and you have to hit the table or hit the cup. And that's how you get points. But that's not the point of the of the smart thing. So, it was dark outside, but we still wanted to play. And so my smart thing is I hooked up our podcast lights up to outside, and then we could play throughout the night. So that's my smart thing of the week. Um, hooked up lights. So nice. it was daytime. Nice. Very smart. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, do you have a hot take? I'm trying to think of anything for Robert. Let me think. Um, that boy Bob. Let's think. Let's think. A hot take for Bob is he probably doesn't like some shit that's really good. So, like. My hot take for Bob would be, like, the number two sandwich at Chick-fil-A is not good, but obviously it's the best meal. Ooh, what would you eat if it was, if you had, what would be, like, your death row meal? Ooh. <clears throat> Probably so much food that, like, I could never actually go to death row. Like, I did, they just have to continuously bring me food. I think I would just get a lobster roll. Oh, that's disgusting. Um, I'd probably say, like, give me, like, a, a tomahawk steak like i'm going at it like let me get one of those blue sharks liquor drinks and then a lobster roll with fries and a little circle thing of ketchup you know like the perfect dollop of ketchup in those plastic circles yeah that and then that's it and then i can die and it's cool yeah no i'm yeah okay well i guess that about does it um we'll post our um, our picks to on the Instagram, Instagram probably, YouTube, Tomorrow. Twitter, all of that stuff. Um, yeah. Peace. <laughs>